Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Welcome back to Kabbalah Pod. Uh, today we're going to talk about a little bit different of a topic work that I feel is Kabbalistic in nature. Um, I'm not positive if it's addressed in any Kabbalistic works, but I'm using my relational semiotic lens here. And that's um, over the Torah passage <clears throat> where Hashem breathed life into Adam. And so what do we have? Is we have a pile of dust, right? Dust of the earth. And what is dust? Dust is dirt that lacks life. It's the essence of death. I mean, the dust is a collection of hair and skin cells and just what's left over that isn't being used in everyday life. And Hashem takes this dust and he mixes it and turns it into this mud and forms it. Now, keep in mind, we're talking metaphorically here, not physically, not literally. He forms it into the shape of a man. And we have a golem, right? I mean, that, that's how the Rishonim could create a golem, right? Or they could use the words of Sefri and Sir and bam, there's a golem. But what made Adam not a golem? What gave Adam the divine light from within? And that's when Hashem, the text says, it says, Hashem breathed life into Adam. And that gave us more than a nefesh and more than a goof. It gave us our neshama. And that's what separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom. We're not purely animals because we have this spiritual side, this divine side. Do animals have souls? Yes, we see that they're given a soul as well. They're given a life. But they're not given a soul and life in the way that we are. That is this breath of life. This breath of life is what's unique to us. And so it seems all the more fitting that we see the number one challenge that humanity happens to have throughout all of history. Granted, there are many challenges, but they all come back to the concept of words. Words that were spoken or not spoken that led to a disaster, a calamity, or it led to peace and a wonderful reign. This gives us David HaMelech, who uses words and takes these words and puts them into this beautiful song, a psalm, and we have to heal him. And that's what can draw anyone back to Hashem, is words that bring us close to God. Or we see the lies of the spies, or those trying to deceive the Jews coming out of Egypt, using words to trick, words to hold back, words to squash that divine connection. It's words that bring life or bring death. And this is a very strong concept within Yiddishkeit. The Chafetz Chaim actually talks about his whole life's work is dedicated to the concept of Lashan, Haran Shmir Salashan. It's evil speaker gossip and the guardian of the tongue. And so there, there's one that he had, there's one article in Sefer Chafetz Chaim. It says, the permissibility of speaking negatively for a constructive purpose is based upon the principle that it is not lowly to relate negative information for a positive reason. So this is something that we really haven't dived into. We haven't explored because we haven't talked about Lashon, laws of Lashon Hara. We've talked about, you know, relational semiotic Kabbalah. What's going on here? Well, 
Hafez Chaim writes that we can say good words if they bring about a good result. But sometimes we can say good words and they bring about a bad result, and then that ends up being Lashon Hara. And we can say bad words and it brings about a bad result, and that's Lashon Hara. But now he's saying we can say bad words that bring about a good result. Right? Sometimes you need to relate something that's important. If you know Joe across the street, and Joe is going to go work at a bank, but you know that Joe is actually convicted of money laundering and is out on parole, and the bank doesn't know that, maybe you have an obligation to say something here. That's what the Chafet Times is getting at. Okay, He says, this concept of where we speak negatively for constructive purpose, this applies only to information which is derogatory, derogatory but harmless. However, it is forbidden to relate harmful information for constructive purpose. The only exception to this rule is where one has determined that halakha allows for the subject to be harmed in that manner. Now, I'm not a rabbi, and I'm not excelled or extremely knowledgeable in this area, and so that's where I have to defer you to talk to your local Orthodox rabbi if you have a situation. But it almost sounds like Joe could be harmed. Should it be mentioned? Don't know. I, I can't comment on it. I feel like it should, but what we have instead is the possibility that it could be harmed. And that's really, I want to share with you the essence of it, because not getting caught in the trying to figure out halakha part, but where does this connect to what I'm sharing on Kabbalah Pod is we have these situations every moment of every day where we have the ability to speak life or speak death. Do we choose life or do we choose death? And how do we know what to do? One has to commit themselves to the study and mastery of the concept of Shmir's Halashan. And this isn't just a halakha thing. This is very Kabbalistic and very base in nature. Is that Hashem used breath to give us life. And it is by us breathing that we remain alive. Breath has a fundamental power. Do we use this power for good? Or do we use it to harm another? And what's the longer range impact for them and for us? So if we're talking about practical steps someone can take, not practical Kabbalah, but practical steps, one of the things that we can definitely focus on is watching what we say and how we say it. Are we guarding our mouth? Are we making sure that we do not harm others with what we say? And this is an infinitely deep concept that it just takes the rest of your life to learn and you'll still not master it because it's not a marathon even. It's just an experience. That's a constant growth. After all, this world is the staging ground for the next, isn't it? So we're coming up on the holiday of Purim. And I'll be talking to you during Thomas Esther, the Fast of Esther. And as we approach that, we can see now how Lashon Hara was such a powerful force. And Lashon Hara, all of it was a powerful force within Esther's story. It was slander and lies that put the Jews into position of being destroyed, of being killed. And then it was speaking out, say, saying 
for the ultimate good, this is what's really going on. Yes, it caused harm to another, but it delivered so many more. Our words and our breath can give life or it can take life away. I don't want to be a life taker. I want to be a life giver. So the question for you is, what do you want to choose? I think it's an obvious answer. But if you want to be a life giver, then you got to focus on committing your speech, not just for the good, but not speaking when you shouldn't. And the only way we can know that is to study the laws of Lashon Hara. An easy way to start doing that is Chafetz Chaim has, it's called, it's by art school, it's a lesson a day. And you open it up, and each day there's a lesson from Sefer Chafetz Chaim and Sefer Shemir's Halashan. So you got two lessons per day. And you can read that, and it tells you just little bits you can learn over the course of a long period of time. Should you consult a Rav, of course. But this is a great way to start on a very basic level and learn not only how powerful your speech is, but how closely we have to watch it and guard it. Thank you for listening to Kabbalah Pod on Anchor FM. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love to hear your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yibrick on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail on the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrick.com slash kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrick.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing our podcast with others and by purchasing our custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrick.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrick, Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah.